0: Could you turn with me to Psalm 51? So if you open your Bible and you've got Isaiah, then you need to go left to find the psalm. Psalm 51. Out of 150 psalms, we're looking at Psalm 51. And I want to point out in this psalm How completely full of grace everything that God is doing is, and how the answer to every single thing is the grace of God and the mercy of God, and that by faith we are to depend upon it. Look at Psalm 51, and I'm just going to start at um, verse 2. I'll start at verse 1, why not? Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned. Now, do you remember the man on the... On the on the, on the pallet that got lowered through the roof to when Jesus was preaching. And Jesus didn't say, go and make a fearless moral inventory, and if it's as far as is possible with you, make it right with everyone you've ever wronged. That's step four of Alcoholics Anonymous. Jesus did not do that. Jesus looked at the men, and he saw their faith, plural, And he said, your sins are forgiven. Do you know why? Because he was the only one that mattered in the offense. Are you mad at someone? They don't owe you. I mean, they do. But what's against them is that they sinned against God when they sinned against you. And he'll forgive their sin in Jesus' name, whether you do or not. So if you are here today and you are stuck in unforgiveness, you are the prisoner. Because Jesus Christ has set every sinner free. Anyone that comes to him skipping you is forgiven. So you ought to forgive what God forgives and then be free. And that's where we get back to this scripture. You know, my sin is ever before me against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. There are are modern theologians today who argue against original sin. And yet David's saying, look, you know what? I'm, I'm born of a sinful act. Not to say that, you know, when you're married and you make babies, that there's sin there. But what he's saying is everybody sinned. It's out of the mud I've come. There's nothing about us that is right and good. So before I even got here, I was in the hole. And then verse 6, and the the grace of God that pervades this entire psalm, verse 6, Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me. You do the work, God. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me. And I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you've broken rejoice. Look at verse 9. Hide your face from my sins. And blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. You see, the minister isn't just up here saying, you should go out there and you should tell other people and fill up this church because you've made disciples. It's what the psalmist says. The psalmist says, oh, God, help me. Help me, help me. You do it. I can't. Please make me. I'm not. Please, God, do it. And I'll tell everyone about what you've done. Verse 14, deliver me from blood guiltiness, oh, God. Oh, God of my salvation. And my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness, Oh, Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. God, you have to do it. I can't do it. And verse 16 is important because if you only listen to the what you got to do last week and you miss the how to do this week, you're stuck. And verse 16 says why you're stuck. You will not delight in sacrifice or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. And that's not a comment about your spouse's cooking last week. Right? And sacrifice and an offering is what we're talking about in Romans chapter 12, is it not? But you don't you don't bring a dead animal. You don't bring I don't bring my sad sorry self to this pulpit. I don't bring my sad sorry self to our marriage. I don't bring my sad, sorry self to my meeting with a counselor of Clackmaninshire. So if you think that because it's a the sacrifice that God called for in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 is a doing it, doing it, doing it, you'll be lost. Look at verse 17. The sacrifices of God are broken spirit. Not Broken spirit, the hurt person who's depressed, who can't get up because life has hit them so hard, they're down for the count. Not that broken spirit. The broken spirit of the wild and untamable horse that refuses to hold a rider, that throws every rider, that rears up, that will not be led, that will not be held, that breaks out of the corral, that runs away, goes away, doesn't that horse that needs a broken spirit to yield. Yield to the people who keep you. Yield to the people who care for you. Yield to the people who have a reason for their being a horse in the stable. Yield. A broken spirit. Not a soul destroyed, but a humble and contrite, O oh God, you will not despise. I'm so willful, I'm so sure, I'm so selfish. I know that man in the mirror. On a day if I haven't eaten a lunch and someone comes and hits me with a hard situation, if I'm not careful, people will get Dave Fraser and Dave Fraser's attitude and opinion. Have you ever lost sleep, missed an opportunity, missed a meal? And been a right stinker to someone else? I mean, come on, folks. Have you ever, or you're well trained and you're disciplined, and inside you're a stinker, and outside you're. Yes. Yes, no. No. I I understand. And then you leave and you go, for crying out loud, why do they do it to me? You know? But so the person never knows, and you reined it in and you kept it in, but God knows. And these are the things that the psalmist says, God, you have, to, you have to keep me from insulting others. You have to keep me from letting people down. You have to make me to stand because I don't have what it takes today. This is the thing.